Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, in this episode of the GH Report, it was quite a week in Port Charles. A will was read, a drunken pass was made, but forget all that. Uh, Carla needs an assistant, folks, and we're going to see if you can help her do that next. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Oh, yes. Welcome, everybody, to the GH Report. Bringing on all the latest happenings there in Port Charles, right here on After Buzz TV. I am one of your hosts, Frank Moran. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Happy Go Jackie. And I'm your co-host, Carla Renata. You can find me across all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. <laughs> yes. Uh, and and uh, so, folks, you know what you can do? You can uh, like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And while you're there, why not give it a thumbs up? And we're going to have the, uh, the chat up and running, so feel free to hop in and share your thoughts about anything happening in Port Charles this week or just the show in general. Uh, and if you want to throw your hat in the ring to be Carla's assistant, feel free to throw that okay, away down the chat. Okay, why? Too. Why? I hate you so much right now. This is great. Do not hate that. You've, oh. become, you've reached that tipping point in life where all of a sudden now you have too much going on. I do have you too can't, much you going can't, on. You can't <laughs> take care of the, you know, the, the little incidentals in life. You need to have somebody do that for you. That's an oh, awesome place to be in life. My God, Frank, I can't stand you right now, but okay. Yes, that is, a, that is a compliment to your success right there. That you now need someone else to help manage your life for you. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I wish I was there. I'll never be there. I never will. I'll never know that sweet taste. The audience right now is like, what the hell are y'all talking about? All you need to know is that, that Carla is blown up and she needs somebody to take care of the nitty gritty for her. I, and I am extremely jealous. Don't be. <laughs> Trust me. Uh, Don't be. I think probably the most important question we could answer right now mm. is uh, what is on my hat? Because Kelly from PEI just asked that in the chat. Uh, it's just a little, little, little photo, little picture of Snoopy. Yes. There look, you go. Yes, Snoopy. And yes, you did see me on the Have and Have Nots last week. Yes. <laughs> oh, Daisy Flower already in the chat saying she wants to be your assistant. <laughs> I love it. All right. All right, then. Don't leave us like the rest. Oh, Miss Yaki, I won't leave. See, there you go. That That's right, folks. You can guarantee that Carl will be here week in and week out uh, by making sure that you're her assistant. I'll be Snoopy, yes. We love Snoopy. Yeah. Are you that big of a fan of Snoopy? Uh, I enjoy I enjoy myself a good uh, Snoopy. Uh, <laughs> the last movie that came I don't out? Know. I don't know if that came out right. Good Snoopy? <laughs> That's a, that's a phrase that's often uttered in polite conversation amongst friends. Oh, I enjoy Snoopy. <laughs> so, uh, you know, probably the reason we're being a little goofy right up the top is that it's probably more entertaining than anything that happened this week in Port Oh, Charles. my God. I was just saying to Frank on the air, well, off the air, I should say, that this week in Port Charles was like a snooze fest. It's like they took everything that happened between the holidays and now and mushed it together and threw some new dialogue in. I'm like, we not going to have nothing new? Like, really? We going to do this again? Okay. You know, I'm going to get up to the one that really kind of uh, is uh, burning my, my britches there. My britches are is burning. Is it Jason and Sam again? Oh, that. Oh, that, oh, oh. We're getting... 
Oh, all right. I'll get into that one in a second. I said, but the other one is just the just the, the sheer character assassination of Dylan. Because again, we get this week where Kiki reaches out, calls him, and and a woman. Uh, and is there somebody there with you, Dylan? Wait, I mean. You were somebody else again? Oh, and then she goes into a tailspin, and we see what happens after that. I wasn't having that. I was like, can we just like at least see her have? Can we at least see the person she's talking to on the other end of the phone? And why she got to get that wasted? Like they've been done for a minute. Like, are you really that upset now? Really? I, I honestly was surprised that she made that call back. I was like, you know, come on, just walk away, Kiki. If you're gonna make that decision, like we're done. Then step back. But then to call him and then all of a sudden be so angry that he was with somebody else. I mean, it's certainly it's not a, it's something great to hear that somebody you cared for is with somebody right, else. Right, right. But what were you expecting as well? Yeah, and, and then there was this. So so then she reaches out for Spinelli. I'm like, really? Of all the people that are in a bar, you're going to go for Spinelli? Yeah. Like, for real, though? He's not even your type. Like, Dylan Spinelli. Come on. Really, you know, you're uh, maybe she's just trying to you know switch it up, you know. So instead of having those like tall, hunky model esque guys, like you know, I'm just gonna go for somebody who's got some brains. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you know what? Good things happen after he started growing that beard. You know, he was he was on the fence, like should I grow this beard or not? And look what's happening to him. Attractive women. Are I don't know. I'm interested to see how much longer Spinelli's gonna stay in Port Charles. Uh, for one second, Annie Gowen says they're making it impossible for Robert Palmer Watkins to want to ever come back, and I would agree with that. It's just why why are they just breaking Dylan through the coals on this. I, I don't. Ugh, it's so frustrating. He must have pissed off a writer. <laughs> he must have pissed off a producer or something because they are not doing him any favors. Yeah, they I, really aren't. I don't know. I mean, it would seem like, I, and I mean, I. I, I don't know the ins and I'm sure everybody would be excited having the opportunity to work. And if your schedule is open, sure, why not? But if GH reached out to somebody and they said, "Oh yeah, while you're gone, we had your character. They 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 just stayed over in the LA and they started uh, you know sleeping around with other people that weren't Kiki because the long distance was too much. Anyway, you did that a couple times. Hey, do you want to you know come back in and just show up in Port Charles and you know, like try to you know, explain your actions? And he's like, "What? But this is what I did love about it." It started it, with Kiki. They started to show traces of how similar she really is to Ava than not. Ava's her mom, and yeah. Ava's always going off the rails over some guy, right? So it was nice to see them kind of like do that thread line of showing that Kiki is a lot more like her mother than people would have us believe. Yeah, I mean, I had hoped that because they took so long with Kiki and Dylan that. Given the death of Morgan, I was hoping that that was... I mean, she went through a, a, a long period of blaming herself for everything. And I had hoped that she had kind of come through it a little bit stronger and realized, no, I got to, you know, I have to put my foot down and do what's best for me. Mm-hmm. That uh, given the situation that was happening for Dylan, that, all right, you're gone, Dylan. See you later. I can have somebody sleeping around on me. <laughs> you don't think I, uh, I'm better. I deserve more than that. But then have her just kind of go what she did this week. I'm like... And come on, Kiki. I want I want you to be uh, the stronger character that I know you can be. They're turning Kiki into a punk too. I gotta say, I'm just like, why? Why do they take the strong? Like I, I I'm all for taking a character and giving different sides of the character so that we see a, a well-rounded human being in a character. But what I'm not all for is taking somebody that's hella strong and then punking them out like yeah. that. And they have a t- they have a. Um, a pattern of doing that on General Hospital. I don't know what that's about, but it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, and so, we, of course, we get her, uh, you know, Lena Ann Spinelli. Spinelli takes her home. Then we uh, get in touch with Griffin to have her kind of oversee it, interrupting the, the great Valentine's Day that lay him for he and Ava, where Ava, 
I mean, get those rest pedals on that bed. She lost her mind, though. She was just like, and the part that made her look hella pitiful was when she started practicing how to, <laughs> you know what yes. I'm talking about? When yep. she started practicing how to say I love you to Griffin. I'm like, girl, please, this is not the first time you've been in love. It's not going to be the last. Like, for real, though, you going to practice how you going to get it out? I'm like, I can't. I can't even <laughs> handle it. I can't do it. I can't. I, uh, I don't know. I don't know why you, those three words that need a lot of rehearsal time for her. She was I, like, it, it was like watching, it was like watching an actor do a really bad acting move. You know, it was like, it was like watching an actor practice their lines and they weren't good at them. That's what it was like. And I'm like, I can't handle it right now. Oh my goodness! Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing all the you know that there's a hustle and bustle happening right here in the studio, uh, and that can mean only one thing. Yes, that is. We've been uh, graced by royalty. And why is he heavy breathing into the mic? <laughs> <laughs> like a stalker. That's right. Like that person that's stalking Carly. Excited to be here. Yep. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you know him, you love him. We wouldn't have the GH report without him. The one, the only, James Lott Jr. I'm back, bitches. I'm here. <laughs> Hi, guys. Wow. Yay. Hi, Carla. Yay. Thank you. I'm here because Car- I never do anything with Carla. Is that why you came? Yeah. Aww. Well, I love Frank, of course. But I never do anything with you. Yeah. Frank just rants all the time. But I don't do anything with you. It's funny, so I see oh my god, I see it at James. It's me. I know it's me. It's me, you guys. <laughs> They're like James. It's me. It's it's, it's my, like Norm from Cheers. Exactly. It's my three year anniversary at Afterbus. Well look at that. Congratulations and happy anniversary. Thank you. Can you believe that? Oh, three oh, years. So that. I've known you three years. Oh no! Oh no! I found him on the streets of Hollywood. That's, right. That's it. I was. Uh, no, just... I found him on the streets of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds. That sounds like a pretty woman story exactly. or something. No. Like, it, it, was. it was. It was. It was love at first sight, and and <laughs> now there. we are three years later. <laughs> oh my god! I saw him on the street corner. Said, "Hey, baby, you want you want to talk about GH, baby?" <laughs> I had a donut. I had a donut. And that's what it was. <laughs> you had a donut, had a donut. And, and you, gave, you shared pie. your donut. Yeah, or pie. Donuts, or pie. <laughs> so, uh, oh my God. so I thought I'd sneak in and just, what are you guys talking about? Right, so, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll see what your opinion is. I'm irritated uh, by the character assassination that continued this week with Dylan. Uh, yeah, it, yeah. That, that was, t- I mean, okay, first of all, Robert Palmer Watkins is a friend of our show, first of all, <laughs> and we we love him. Um, but just in, thank you guys, thank you, I love you guys. Um, but the thing is, it was unnecessary. They didn't need to, they didn't need to, they didn't need to like, make him this bad person. It could be just a breakup. Yep. Separation, I'm going to stay here in California, where, where the F he is. California. Yeah, and she's here doing, ner- and doing her school, be a doctor. Could be that easy peasy. Do you need any kind of like extra added stuff? I agree with you guys. So I was saying before you came in that I felt like maybe he pissed off a producer or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. maybe he made somebody mad because you know they went in on him, and I was like, "Ooh, no!" They had her going off on him on the phone. I'm like, "Okay." And then I also said yes. that I liked it because it showed traces of how similar Kiki really is to her mother Ava than not. <laughs> Like she is more like her, she is more her mother's daughter well, than not. I, I look at it this way: she's reacting in a way that a young woman would to a breakup. 
leads you to a guy kind of cheating on her. I think it's like, it sounds like it'd be a, a kind this of. This is true, but her mama acts the same way, and she ain't no young girl. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just keeping it one hundred. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ava is not Ava a little long in the tooth, <laughs> and she be acting like somebody 15 years old breaking up with their first boyfriend. I'm just saying. Ava is not used to having love in her life. That's the problem. Well, we're, so we're, she so she is emotionally stunted. <laughs> we'll ask you, James, which uh, line reading of "I love you" from Ava as she's rehearsing. Did you oh, like did you best? love that moment? I, I was think. like, why does she look like a bad actor? And, I, I know line. I love it because we know Morris is a good actress. Obviously. Yes, of course she is. Um, so I, I kind of chuckle. I just chuckle. I don't have a favorite line reading, but I just did. Right. I did chuckle when that scene was on. I. But she's getting ready with the whole yes, band. Yes, and I was like, like, if she says, I love you with that bad acting voice one more time, I'm going to have to, like, shoot somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what I is thought it was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. But I, but I am kind of <laughs> upset with the writers going that direction of this jealous thing that they think that Griffin and, uh, and Kiki get yeah. together. I don't think they are. I hope, hope they're not. I don't know. I don't know anything, but I hope they're not. <laughs> Because I'm like, that's just a little too cliche. It's been done before with Morgan. It's already been done. I, I don't, I, I don't want to see the reversal of that. I yeah, mean, same here. I don't no, want to see that. I, I feel like it does. It does no service to either character. I feel like, uh, you know, Kiki, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Kiki's already been on the, the losing end of the situation. I don't feel like she'd want. Why does she want to get herself involved in that situation again? Yeah, I agree. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Like okay, that. but wait. Then there was this moment. Like we didn't notice already. That's what I'm saying. This I said this 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 week was like. A recap of all the stuff we've seen since the holidays, just with different dialogue. So there was that moment where Peter was at Faison's grave, where he actually admits out loud, verbally, that he's the person that everybody's looking for. Right. I'm like, okay, and? Yeah. Right, yeah, <laughs> like, that's right. Really? Right. Yeah. We know. And all this, Anna has a daughter. Like, is that true? It's a daughter? No, I think Valentine was just trying to throw, think so. um, yeah, throw her off the scent. Because I, I do, I would I like so. I went, I went, I went high and rate. I mean, you know, okay, first of all, Shady <laughs> Sunday, I was, if you guys watched Dish and Days, I was super shady on that show today. <laughs> they did watch it. They Somebody said they saw you. Yeah, I was very, I was very shady on that show today. And I'm going to be shady again on this one because I can. <laughs> first of all, giving Anna a child with Faison, dumb, 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 dumb. Why would you do that to Anna? Who's been terrorized by this guy her whole entire life? I think it's the dumbest storyline on earth. I'm not invested. I don't want another child. You didn't do it with Griffin, making her like Duke and her son. They didn't do that already. I don't want Hiram to be her. His, I don't. I'm just. I'm so not invested and involved in the story. No, it is. It is frustrating, and I feel like it's such a shoehorn into the character's history that you're like, really? Yeah. Okay. So now I got to look through every kind of interaction they've had yes. since they've been uh, with this kind of uh, this lens behind it. Like, oh well, she's she's known she's had a child the whole time. Exactly. Oh, okay. I'm just cool. Ugh. And then they threw the curveball in again in the same through line with Faison. They threw the curveball in with the reading of the will. Oh, the will, and, yes. Right, saying that that. <laughs> now this I was over. I was like, for real though, really we gonna do this? Yeah. Drew, you can oh, get yeah. what you want. Jason, you can get what you want, but one of y'all got to be dead. Well, actually, what? I kind of like, like that, actually. Oh, it, made me, it made me laugh. It made me laugh. The stupidest thing is that Faison, uh, one, he's like, well, you know, I could be die. I could die soon. So let me redo my will. And then he's just going to use that, like, for, for Drew and, and Jason, like, yeah, you're going to pick these two guys that you had this kind of plot that you didn't think was going to be going on. You thought Jason was dead anyway. So right. So why would you put these people in your exactly. will? Exactly. Why would you put them exactly. in your will? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And you can't I think, like, know. once he found out that Jason was alive, the first thing he did is, like, 
you know what? I'm going to call my lawyer. I'm going to put this in my will. I want to make sure that this is a... That's I what I'm saying. Like, That's a, so we here. Yeah. But the thing that made me teehee and laugh out loud was the very first line that was read of the will. When, when they said that he left Brit sandbags. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> man. I did, I'm like, that is shade on a whole nother I did level. chuckle, but again, it doesn't sound right because he did love her on some level. So why did he leave her anything? I mean, it's kind of weird. I mean, she was with him for three three years, two years. But she rolled over on him more than once. Well, okay, here's number. Okay, back to shade and how salty I am. <laughs> Homegirl should have been at the funeral a couple weeks ago. <clears throat> she should have been there. She should have been there. She should have been there. I am so salty that it did not happen. She they might be Brit shooting there? the pilot. We don't know why yeah, she yeah, not. She might be shooting the pilot or a feature film. Somewhere. Okay, well I don't care. All I know is <laughs> Rick Westmore. Um, Kelly Thibault, who played it, should have been on there. Because, I mean, to me, she had the most scenes with Nathan in terms of... I mean, trust me, Michelle Stafford's performance with the bomb and everything. But she had the most scenes. With, I mean, her and Nathan had a relationship. Yeah. It was great. And when she came back in, she was in the, right. uh, the police interrogation room. And they had that moment that right. was nice. It yes. would have been nice to at least... And even if she couldn't, because she maybe in real life she was busy. But at least have, like, a name check or something. Right. Like, you know, uh, Brit's Devastated or something. Mm-hmm. There's no mention of Brit at all. Right. Any and I you just, know what? I just, You're right. There wasn't any mention there of There wasn't. Her. I just... I just I, I feel like she should have been there. They could have worked it out. It all could have worked it out, and she should have been there. That's true. I mean, you could have just like shot her like any, any other day that she was free, and then edited in the exactly. show. Exactly. She's, she's far off in the corner, like in cuffs, with a couple officers yes. behind her. Like, yes. <laughs> well, yeah. she might have pissed somebody else off too. So I'm just saying. I know from an actor point of view that if you ain't there. Yeah. Either you're not available, or somebody is mad at you. No, I get that, but but sometimes, yeah, you agree with me. Yes, right. She should have been there. I think I think sometimes sometimes it's just they don't think about it, or I know there's bunch Terry, I know there's bunch Terry reasons, things like that. But I just think if you're gonna bring her back and then kill Nathan a few weeks later, I guess just kind of we need continuity, continuity. I'm a soap historian, been watching soap since 1978. I want continuity. Because, dude, like, even when you did bring her back and she knew she wasn't going to be available, you knew at least that Nathan was going to die. You could have at yes. least shot a scene with her, like, in a cell, learning that yes, information. I agree that. I a agree quick that. little one-off right there, like, and then we'll cut it in later into the episode. Right. All right. In that same through line, let's talk about how Anna went to the jail to visit Andre. I'm like, really? Why, why are we talking to the doctor again? Okay, okay, wait, okay. First of all, wait, okay, Carla, everybody, wait a minute. We need to be talking about... Nessa Antoine and uh, and Anthony Montgomery are together in real life. That's a big announcement. Was... Wait, wait, wait. What, what, what? You yeah, missed that? You yes. Valentine's Day. Yeah. What? Okay. Two years strong for those two. Here's the wait, deal. Wait, wait, wait. What two? Break it down. Break it down. Andre and Jordan's portrayers, they're together in real life. Jordan. Jordan, yes. The black girl Jordan? Yes. 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 They're together in real life? Yes. Oh, no. Okay, here's the, here's the deal. Here's, here's the deal. <laughs> Vanessa's been on our show for, and so is, and so is Anthony Montgomery. We love them. They're great. I have Vanessa on my podcast two weeks ago, and I had asked her, I go, do you miss working with Anthony Montgomery? And she kept saying, well, you know, I don't really miss him because I still see him. I was like, no. Nah. When I found out on, on Valentine's Day, oh. he posted a picture of them together with this big love decoration. Did you come you back You missed and- it? Yeah. Oh, it was, every, it was everywhere. And so I wrote to her, I go, girl. Now I see why you say you don't miss him. And she started laughing. Oh, my gosh. She was laughing so hard. Love you, Vanessa. Scandal. They're giving us tea. So Sawyer Olive says that Laura Wright, who plays Carly, and the actor who plays Peter are dating in real life, too. You know that? Oh, I know that. I I don't know nothing. His name name is Wesley in real life. And he is somebody who used to be on Guiding Light. He did other shows. He also was also on Charmed. 
And yeah, because her, her and her husband, they divorced a couple years ago. They're dating in real life. So when he came on, I was like, oh, you're bringing on her man. Okay. But she, but she cougar, and he's considerably younger than her, isn't he? No, not that, not that much. Not as young as you think. She's really? Not, she's, not, she's not as old as you think. He's not as young as you think. Okay. He's been around like, for a long time. Oh. He's, he, they're, they're not <clears throat> May, December. But I would say they're probably September, December. <laughs> I say, and as, and as, okay, come on. You know, you know you love that, Carl. You know you love that. You know you love that. And as a person who's a little older myself, I'm a little, I'm December. I did, I've dated some Septembers and Octobers. It's okay. That's right. But that's, but that's the news was like, they're together in real life. And I was like, God bless America. I had a feeling. Ms. Jackie said they only seven years Yeah, apart. no, 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 But yes, but anyways, but yes, so he came back on. So you didn't like that he came back on for, for Anna to talk to her friend? It was like, a, I mean, a thankless role. He just had to sit there yeah, all Yeah, it like... was like he looked tired. He looked like he didn't want to be there. He looked like he needed a cocktail or something. I was like, he was sitting there and he looked like he had this luggage under his eyes. Well, he's like, in prison. Maybe, maybe it was the way the light was hitting him or something. But, they, but they've shown Homeboy in prison before and he wasn't looking downtrod like he had been a slave for 5,000 years. I'm just saying. He looked a little wrong. <laughs> oh my they God. made him look wrong that day. Yeah, you know, and I love him. He's a fantastic... Let me just qualify. You're a fantabulous actor. Oh, I yes. love you. Oh, yes. I love everything about General Hospital, but you look like a, a downtrodden slave that day. Aww. I mean, it's nice to have uh, Andre back and have Anthony Montgomery come back and portray him. But it's also feel like, well... That's just like a one-off because we're not going to have him back on a regular basis. And we, I guess you needed somebody for Anna to kind of unburden the secret to. And, I mean, Andre is somebody that you, she knows is nobody else is going to kind of run into him. But, yeah, but then it, she's but, in the hallway talking to Valentine, unburdening the secret again. No, I'm like, yeah. how, many, how many times are you going to unburden the secret where somebody's literally going to walk in and hear you tell the secret? <laughs> like, how many times does that have to happen before? Because in that particular scene where she was in the hallway with Valentine. I forget who it was that was lurking in the background, but somebody got ready to come into that scene and then they turned around and they left. I was like, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah. I don't understand. That, that's the other thing, too, that just like, it questions me about uh, kind of retrofitting this child into Anna's life is that, you know, there were some really heated, really down and out, uh, down and, and getting into it moments between her and Valentine. Right. Uh, when she, he first came on the show. Like, I mean, that he, she had pushed him to the most extremes and that he never once, like, Brings that up is like, hey man, you know, you know, you keep pushing me like this. I'm gonna blow up your world by letting everybody know you got a kid with phase on. No, I mean, even though I mean, the real he's like, oh, well, I didn't have it confirmed until just this moment. But it's Valentine. He's a smart guy. He's pretty. He put two and two together. But I think he still. I think he got a little. I think he got a little something, something for her. I agree with you on that. You know, I I'll think he had. Little, I think he had a little crushy, crushy on her. He does. And I think that that's why he's. I think that's why his actions are very conflicting. Well, he also said he did say this, Frank. He goes, "I wasn't sure at first if it was Alex or you." He did say that. True. Yeah, he wasn't uh, sure at first. Yeah. I don't know what he realized, but he wasn't sure at first. Well, because he said, "Like I didn't get the confirmation until just this moment." Da, like, da, da, da. Uh, whatever, whatever, <laughs> you guys. Uh, the other thing that really irritated me about Faison's uh, will reading is that man, I. I hate. I can't stand anytime that Jason walks into the room and Sam's already in there. The first thing that you're going to see as soon as you wa- see one walk in the door is a cutaway to the other. I'm like, stop I it! I love it. I, the only thing that was missing is the, why didn't they play that dumb theme song? I love dun, it. Dun. I love Jason and Sam, <laughs> oh. and I love their theme song. They're going to get back together one day, and I'm going to be here gloating, and I you're going to be so don't sad. Care. You're going to be so sad. I'm going to be so happy. So, uh, I know some people are already talking about it in the chat, too, but we do see a scene earlier in the week. There were uh, Jake, uh, Jake, Elizabeth, and Franco coming to Kelly's. And, of course, there's Jason already right there. And uh, him and Liz have a little chat, like, hey, you got to get over it. 
you can't be living in the past, Jason. Yeah, she wanted to talk. <laughs> I'm just she said that, and I was like, really, Liz, really? You wanted to talk for somebody who always living in the past? I'm like, girl, please get your life. I couldn't. I'm like, I can't. Uh, Frizz fans have attacked me for the last couple months. I did a video, <laughs> and they've been attacking me. And I just want to tell you, all I said was, I, it's hard for me to get behind this couple's because of the past. But I like both characters. I like, I like both characters. They're, they're fine. And actually, I see why she's with him. In a weird way, I kind of see it. I do. I kind of see it. I do now. I see why she's with him. I actually like that. Drew and Franco and Jason have this kind of triangle thing going on where they kind of hate him <laughs> for different reasons. I kind of like that. It's, it's just how it should be. Yes, he had a tumor, but he still did things that he did. So for Jason, who's just coming back, that makes sense that he would still hate Franco. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it creates conflict for him and Liz. Mm-hmm. I don't mind that. To me, I don't mind that. That's, 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 that's good soap. If they, if they do it right, and I have no problem with that. I have said on this show many times... I love the character. Character. I love the the actor who plays Franco, Roger Haworth. But, but honey, the way that Franco is being portrayed on General Hospital is like watching paint dry. Like I just can't. I'm like, if he was gone today or tomorrow, I'd be like, deuces. <laughs> like, yeah. I just, I can't. I don't. The Frizz fans are very vocal <laughs> in, in their in their love of the of this couple, and I I, I mean I, I they, they give me the reasons, and former host Lucretia explains to me why she likes them too, <laughs> and I and I, and I so I kind of get it, but I just I just kind of feel like Jason and them should hate him. They should still hate him. No, I agree with Jason. I, I mean, yeah. and they should always, hate who Jason or Frank, Frank, Jason Frank should Frank hate Frank. Frank. They should hate him. Well, yeah, because Frank. I mean. Um, Jason is coming. Jason is still coming back with the memory he had yeah. before he yeah. bounced. So yeah. yeah, he's still in that place. And it's like when he says to Elizabeth in that scene in Kelly's, he says to her, "You know, I remember what he did. Hopefully, he won't, you know, be yeah. like he was before. But I remember, and you should remember too." Mm-hmm. And she was like, "Don't live in the past." He's gonna get what's coming to him. I like those. All right, Jason. Yes, yeah, I know. See, I love it. See, yeah, it's good soap. That's good soap. Jason about to take somebody out. I don't know who it is, but somebody about to get their feelings hurt. <laughs> well, there was no better scene than when he first came back in and saw Franco at the hospital, oh, and yeah. it just made a beeline and yep. put a beat oh, yeah. down. There was like, no dialogue. Yep. There was it no made, like. It made sense. Yep. We're gonna talk it out. Sense. Nope. It was like you were there. I hate you. You're a creep. Let's get it on. Speaking of Jason, how much? Okay, how much did you love that scene? With Danny and Jason and Sam, I know you hate them, but that scene where Danny was, was like, cute. "Oh, my stomach hurts." Oh, club soda. Oh, ginger ale. I was like, I kind of love that. That little boy that plays Danny is everything. He is the cutest thing ever. Here's what's funny. I think it's, I agree with that kind of scene, but I just wish that Jake didn't hate Jason. To me, that makes any, doesn't make any sense that he hates. The, like he was saying, "You're gonna come to the wedding." I'm like, okay, whatever. But he's, but he's like, he's not really getting, he's not bonding with Jason. And I wish Jake would bond with Jason because all three of them, them and they were all taken away. I mean, like they all have something in common. That, I think, I, mean, they, I think eventually he will. Yeah. But I think it it creates a good family conflict yeah. for Jason. Like if he came back and everybody was like this, then we'd be like, come on, for real? No, that's not gonna well, happen. Well, I wish, I wish Jake and Danny have a talk. We just had a scene with them. Kind yeah, of that'd be time interesting. That would be cute. Time, I'd yeah. like that. I'm going to talk about their, about their father. I I'd like that. I'd be interested to talk about that. But I'd it, like that. It, it, it does seem weird, though, for Jake, only for the reason when Jason first came back and he saw him in the park, 
Yeah. He waves to him, and they yeah. say, he seemed like a really nice guy. Exactly. To now also be like, oh, no, I don't want the, who's this guy? You're not my dad. Right. Like, well, when he uh, came to the house one time, Jake acted some kind of way. He did. Yeah, he did. It just, it just was weird. Then I was like, well, I, why even have that scene up there where, where Jake is going to be right. like, oh, wow, he seemed like a really nice guy. He, can, he can like Drew. That's fine. Yeah. They have a connection. I can tell you that. Right. But also, this is your father. I mean, there's a way you can, you can work that out. Right. Some have, have done it before where people had two dads, so to speak. Like, one they raised and one was their real dad. Right. I mean, it's worked out before. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They do. Okay. So, so then this is my favorite moment. Actually, this was my favorite moment of the whole week. When Monica barged up in the oh, house yes. to see Carly. Yes. That. And was like, look look over here. I'm going to throw this baby shower for now. And you going to come and yes. you going to support her. But I'm going to need you to get off her case. I'm going to need you not to be messing with Nell because she's carrying Michael's child. And I don't want you doing anything to interrupt that right there. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, okay, Monica. Well, see, Monica can throw down. She's, I mean, her, her storylines over the years, she was like, she was a bad girl. And Cardi can throw down. So I love when they get together. Because they've been kind of tame recently. They've been kind of tame. So I love when she was like, um, you never been here before? She's like, oh, why? Yes. Like, why? Like, like, excuse, like, excuse my language. But she was almost like, why the fuck would I be here? Your husband <laughs> killed my, my son. <laughs> she said, I had no inclination to be here right, ever. Exactly. Hello. But, but I'm here to talk about my exactly. grandson's grandson. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was like. And, but Cardi's like, Cardi's like, stay in your lane, Monica. And Monica, that's when Monica was like, oh, I'm having a baby shower and I expect your full cooperation. <laughs> Bye, bitch. And she like walked out. I loved that. I, mean, it's like, so I love much. that. Totally. It was like, she was like, and next. I loved that mm-hmm. so much. That was like my favorite thing ever. I agree. That was my favorite this week, too. And I, I'm glad they still haven't forgotten that part. Monica should always hate Sunny. True. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Always. She's uh, had glimpses where she didn't, though. Right, but she should still hate him. Yes. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he killed her son. Right. So there's that. I'm sorry, you killed my child. I'm never gonna, I'm you never know, gonna like you ever. I don't know any mother that would ever. Yeah, hello. You know, so. no. hello. Uh, well, uh, but Michael forgave. So let's not forget that, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a never forget that Michael Michael's forgot. weak. So yeah. that's another story. <laughs> Michael, we'll start on yeah, that. Lo- yeah, killed yeah. his own father, but that's okay. Yeah, exactly. That's okay, man. Yeah. Michael's weak. Don't get me started on, on the character of Michael. Don't get me started Michael, on that. Michael flip flops. <laughs> But now, he flip flop like somebody else we know <laughs> in Washington. Oh my god! At sixteen hundred Pennsylvania okay. Avenue. Oh yeah, I okay. said it. I did like mm-hmm. uh, Monica telling Nell. It's like, oh yes, I I, I enjoy putting uh, Carly in her place. Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, yep, I've got a, a good history doing that. Are you guys liking the the Nell? No, nope. uh, Ava. No. Best. I like that. I like it. Oh, I like oh. it. Okay. I like the Nell ne- Ava thing. Nell Ava's okay. Nell's dumb dumb plan. Uh, I feel like it's going to be the okay, same thing for, about wait, her reveal. What what is this? What is this plan that she has? She knows. just gonna she just gonna use a tape recorder to call Carly with a different voice. Like, is that the big plan? What the hell? What kind of plan is that? I'm here. I'm here. Like, what is that? Right. This is the frustrating thing because it's so often the GH guy. Like, how are we going to get invested in this plan when we don't even know what the plan is? It's like, we so Nell is up to something. We're in the dark. Carly's in the dark. We're just going to see what happens but with this wait, thing. But wait, this is the thing I love. She said she says to Ava, have a great Valentine's Day. Well, Ava says to her, have a great Valentine's Day. Or is your plan still in effect? And, or are you still going to do something to Carly? And she said she's going to have the worst Valentine's Day ever. So did her worst Valentine's ever consist of you calling her with a tape recorder saying, I'm here and that was it? <laughs> that like, was is it. that it? Ruin that I don't Valentine's understand. Day. Like, what the hell was, I'm like, I can't. Oh, so I think that they also might think Kylie that Morgan's alive. Interesting. Uh, all right. So, like this recording, I I don't know who's that. Who's that? I'm here. 
Uh, it's Morgan. It's right. supposed to be Morgan. It's supposed to be Morgan? I guess. It sounds like a stalker to me. Right. Unless she was able to get away into that house and uh, digitize all the home movies that they ever had of Morgan. <laughs> and then start splicing together words. Like, what's... I don't... Uh, man, I, like, I think it's just like a track record of Nell that she has great ideas, but the execution is horrible. So I feel like Nell that's going to be crazy. And then the other storyline, the biggest storyline of the week, was finally finding out that... that but which we you had already peeped it before that Mike is has some kind of dementia going on, baby. When yes. he showed up at at the diner, wiping down tables and pouring coffee, I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm like, why is he behind the counter? It, uh, see, I knew the storyline was coming because I'm going through it right now with two people in my family, and I I knew it's going to be an Alzheimer's or dementia storyline. I have a feeling, and I. I have no problem with that. I mean, it needs, it needs to be, it's like, it's like I'm going through it right now, so it needs to be told. People need to have more awareness about it. So if it brings awareness, I'm happy for it. Max Gale, I haven't seen him in years, so it's kind of funny to see this actor on TV again. I think he's great. Uh, I, I'm, actually, I'm liking the storyline. I had a feeling that's what it was. I, I, I'm fine with the storyline, but uh, I am also kind of irritated by their, like, I feel like the audience is way ahead of the story. And so, uh, but that's it's what, but, but that's what families do. I'm going through my, I'm going through it right now with my own family. So I get where people are in denial. They don't want, they don't, they, they don't pick up on clues. They just think they're getting older. I mean, it's it, to me, it, to me, for me, it's realistic. For me, right now, it's super realistic. I'm there too, and they yeah. and they do. They get they get angry first. They get very angry right. that they feel like they're always being corrected or not trusted. There's the anger thing that happens, and then. There's that denial of not wanting to see a doctor because yeah. they're afraid of having what they think is going on validated. Right. And in my case, I'm dealing with somebody that was a medical professional, so it's even worse. Yeah, but you're right. We're, we are ahead of them in the way. But so now we got to watch the journey happen. Uh, what happens? But I do. I, I. But for me, it's very realistic right now. Yeah. Like very realistic. I am all for doing a storyline like this. I just wish it's like give us. If we're going to be ahead of you, just give us a, a fresh take or a different spin. I feel like if it's a story that we're ahead of the writer so much, I feel like that's you're doing a disservice to the story. But I think I think in this particular case, because because Mike happens to be Sonny's dad, and Sonny has some mental things with the whole bipolar thing, I think it's gonna it's gonna play out in a really interesting yeah. weird way yeah. because Sonny is bipolar and his dad has has um, dementia or is on the early onset yeah. dementia and I think that that's going to re- have uh, Sonny revisit his whole bipolar thing he might have like a little psychotic episode or something get it after those meds Sonny well yeah. I, I, just, I just know that I think I think um, it's interesting to bring what he, what, it's funny when he called Carly Courtney I thought it was kind of funny because it's his dead daughter, which they never mentioned, of course. Like she just oh, never right. I forgot about Courtney. See, they never mentioned her. Courtney, I didn't care for the character, but she still was his daughter, his sunny sister, and Spencer's mother. I liked Courtney. I didn't care about her. Care for her. She, could, no, she was good to go. But anyway, but, wow. but, but the whole thing, I'm like, kill her. Wow. I care. I'm like, He's like, kill her, kill her, kill her. Yes. But I, but I do, yeah, but I, th- I think, I think what's, what's going to happen is, because they've been having him on very frequently, that it probably will ramp up at some point, and it's going to be, it's gonna be in our face. I think. So I think. I think. I think we're gonna catch him. I think we're gonna catch him at some point. I think. I'm just happy that it's again. This is Sunny. People complain about Sunny being major storyline. It's all about Sunny and Carly. This is something else. It's not really about him. It's about his father. And maybe it will be honest. Maybe because Michael's in the storyline, kind of, and Carly loves him, and maybe there'll be something. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe it'll be a nice storyline. Isn't Mike Carly's cousin? No, he's not. They're not related at all. No. Really. Mike Corbin's just he was just a just 
studies yeah. built out. Just, so. just related to everybody else in Bensonhurst. That's, that's yeah, that's right. That's it, like right. Everybody else, everybody else they're all from Bensonhurst, yeah. but, no, they, but they're not. No, I'm not but no, what no. I want to know is when is Rita going to come to Port Charles? Because at I some point her. she's going to have to come. Yeah. She can't too. She can't stay in Benson. She can't stay in Brooklyn. At some point she's going to have to show up in Port Charles. Right. Because he can't go back to Brooklyn at yeah. this point. At this point he's going to be in there. Yeah, I agree, I agree with you on that. I'm sure they're going to bring her on. I'm sure they'll bring her on. I well, loved her though. Me too. I did too. I liked her. I mean, you know, I imagine at some point, you know, it, it gets to the moment where it's it, they come to the realization, and then we're gonna have uh, Mike kind of struggling with this, and Sunny as well, and then we'll just see Max Gale like once or twice, like every five, six. Let's months. hope not. Let's hope not. I, that's the way GH works. They will. It'll, it'll burn not. bright and hot for like a couple weeks, and then. <laughs> See you later. Uh, you know, we'll see you in six months for one quick episode, and then that'll be well, it. Let's hope not. Let's hope not. I hope not. What has what is what has GH done in the past few years that has made you think it's not going to go anywhere? I always think positive. That, what? Yeah, not always. Uh-uh. <laughs> uh, not no, always. I did like though that uh, I, I know some people were putting out there uh, on the Twitter as well too. Uh, the, the friction between Griffin and Sonny as well. And just that, them at the hospital. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Griffin going with Ava has He went really... in on him, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he went in. He's like, he said, he said, somebody said something about Sonny, said something to Sonny about Griffin. He said, well, he used to be. Like, all Yeah, it was, it was hilarious. I thought, that was shady. <laughs> it was shady. Shady I boo. loved it. It was. I, I you know, I, I like that they have a little kind of push and pull there because of Ava. I mean, it makes sense. It completely makes sense. Uh, it makes Griffin interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, oh, a little shade. Um, a little? <laughs> How about a whole bucket full? Well, you know. Um, I did, where's my wig? Um, oh! I wore earlier today. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just, th- I think it made it a little interesting. But he's part of the storyline, so they'll probably get be friends again. I'm sure on some level. There'll always be some tension because of Ava. But oh yeah. Uh, now we also have uh, the fallout from Nathan's death with uh, with Maxie. I was just about to say. Laying in. Baby, when Maxie called her, when Maxie called Lulu a morally superior murderer, I was like, ooh, the shade. (laughs) The shade in those three words was just like, ooh, girl. That I was, was a good scene for her, though. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't here for the week before. And I, I just want to say, and I, I, I talked to, to Michelle, and, I, and I've talked to Kathleen and them. Just the whole the whole week of pre-funeral and funeral were just amazing. I don't know what you guys thought. I thought they were amazing. Yeah, it was. I it was cried great. the whole week. I cried the whole week. Having lost a brother, I knew. I told Michelle, you conveyed it completely perfectly. And maybe you, maybe you fans, well, I lost my brother last a year and a half ago. Um, and it was just completely she, she, the emotions of that. I'm glad they showed a sibling losing. Not just, not just. I mean, yeah. and Kristen Storms was amazing. I mean, just completely pitch perfect, amazing. Oh, she gonna get an Emmy oh, yeah. for that? Oh, if completely. She don't win. Oh, and so, so when at the very, like I said, the very that that Friday of that week, and you're like, and, there, and there's finally Lulu getting the courage to walk up to her. I was like, what's gonna happen here? And when she went off on her, just a little pre, that piece of oh, going yeah. off of her. I was like, ooh, money can't get here fast enough. <laughs> ooh, but the, and she went in. Oh. Not only did she call her a morally superior murderer, but she called her a two-week journalist. I okay. was like, Which is, there's that's no accurate. And she said, the Spencer way. Isn't it? You never got to apologize to Spencer. When I was thinking of Luke, what happened with Jake. I was thinking of Halsey. It just, yep. she encapsulated. Yep. And, and I love the writers. Kudo that was you. good writing for that. Oh, yeah. the, but the writers also, when they said, because I was thinking, okay, Maxie, you just, she said, Every time I did something bad, I felt bad about it. And I apologized to you profusely. She, she did. did. She did. When she lost that baby. Yes, she did. She, she apologized. She couldn't apologize enough. She couldn't. And Lulu had wanted nothing to do it, with her. Remember? Wanted, remember? Yes, I remember. Uh, wanted nothing. <laughs> you remember? asking me if I remember. remember? <laughs> I've been watching General Hospital uh, yeah. since the 1970s. <laughs> I remember everything there is to remember about General Hospital, okay? 
Okay? Okay, me Fans, too. Fans, let it be known. Me too. I am the last GH in the house. <laughs> me too, girl from the 70s, also, girl. Say what? From the 70s, too. Me too. Okay, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, but I like the writing that they they mentioned that Max, you said, but I did apologize. That I did apologize to you. You haven't even said you're sorry. And she hadn't. She hadn't. She had, Lou has not said. Lou still stood there like. In, <laughs> like that would okay, have been girl. her moment to say, "I'm sorry," yes. and she still didn't. She do just it. still didn't say it. No, when she walked away, it's like, "No, no, I have to make her understand." Right. I have to make her understand. And, and then like, that, uh, and then Maxie went in on her again. Yeah, but here's what's funny. <laughs> anybody notice? Anybody? Anybody notice? Dante didn't say a word. No. No, he didn't. He, no, he kind of believes that. it. He kind of believes I it. Yeah. That. yeah. Because once they, he told her, he told Lulu on more than one occasion. Leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone. <laughs> yes. What did she do? She didn't. She didn't. She just kept pushing and pushing yep. and pushing and pushing, and then look what happened. There was a casualty as a result of her trying to get glory for herself. She is a two-week journalist. I said that. I was like, yeah. really? Do you, I mean, would it be more interesting to have at least had, if they would have started this Lulu as a journalist, much longer? So you're yes. laying down a lot of track, six months to a year of trying to do this journalism thing. Yes. It may, may may have given a little bit more validity to this. I agree. Because I do think, like, when it's only, like, two months that she's been doing this, and she's running two stories, it just makes it feel like, <laughs> That's two right. stories, you wrote two stories. Two stories, and, right. now, you're like the, and now you're, like, the greatest oh. journal, now you're, like, a Pulitzer winning rise, a Pulitzer <laughs> <Thank> girl. prize <laughs> winning journalist. I'm like, really? Yeah. I agree. I can't. I agree with you. If it was, if it was longer, yes. I just think... They know, they know what to do with Lulu, so they're trying to figure it out. They know what to do with her. <laughs> Rodelli DeMille okay. said, Dante, man up and defend your wife. Uh-uh, man. No, because no. I think he agrees with her. Yeah. With everybody else. And I think then he the person agrees. behind us said, that's what they don't like about Dante. I said, I like Dante. Sorry. I like Dante. No, and I mean, what are you going to say? Because you're mad at her, but you can't say anything. You can't say anything. You got to just, like, button it up. I'm not he going to say something he... eventually, though. Oh, yeah. He's it, going it's going to be ugly when it's he It's going to blow up. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be ugly. I agree. <laughs> it's going to no, be it's, ugly it's when he It's going to be deliciously ugly. I can't wait. Jordan, too. Jordan's oh, going to yeah. have a moment, too, and it's not going to be cute when yeah. she goes off, either. Because Jordan because, again, everybody, everybody is part of Starline. When they did the, oh, my God, that episode, when he started the episode at the end of Watch. Yeah, I was oh. sobbing like a baby when Jordan was reading the whole thing. Yeah. I have law enforcement family, so I know what that is. And I was just like, oh, my God, it was so good. So, yeah, Jordan's holding some stuff in, too, because he was a good detective. Yeah. Those, are, those are her boys. Yeah. And when, oh, when Dante, and I was like a week before, but when Dante had the, the New York Yankee Cup, yep. decided to keep it on his desk. I mean, I seriously cried so that week. My eyes were just, like, dry. I cried the whole week. That was some good writing on There's that some part. Good it writing. really was. I mean, and, I, and I bring it up because I'm saying it's it's a it's I can't think the last story I can think of where I cried that hard was from the nineties when the, <laughs> the whole um the whole Maxi BJ story yep. storyline. Was the last time I cried I'm taking it back. Seriously, that's the last time I cried where everybody I mean, from Lucy to Felicia, I mean everybody I mean that was, I mean, I cried through the Morgan storyline, certain episodes, certain parts. Carly got me a couple times on that one. But this was the first time in, in like 20 years where I sat there and every episode just killed me. You know what? what? That particular, not to cut you no. off, I'm so sorry. That particular, I was saying to Frank last week that I felt like I have never seen in quite some time a soap opera handle a character's death in such a classy, yes. well-thought-out, complete yes. way. Because usually the person dies, either they have a funeral or they don't, and then they're on to the next, the very next day. And they took the time to really move through the through line of how each and every person whose life that character touched um, had an opinion or had some type of emotion attached to it. 
I really like that. Frank was saying last week that he he really liked it as well. Well, well said. Yeah. I agree with you. They really. Did. I mean, I was shocked because it's Nathan. <laughs> we love Ryan Pavey. He's been on our show. We love him. But I was like shocked they did that much. They took that much time for his character. They really did. But every day, I mean, we had saw every person's their feelings and what was going on, and they even brought um, back Georgie. Right, like, it was it was it was fantastic. Oh, I cried. That's I cried a baby on that one too. And also, she they held hands together and walked off. I was I had the ugly cry. But I was wait. like, I mean, I was blubbing on the floor. Wait, it Frank was had me cracking up when he said, "Get together." Frank had me, no, Oops. Frank had me cracking up when we were talking about Georgie. He was like, "Well, clearly she's not in high school anymore." Oh, Frank. <laughs> That's true. She's you're a little not, older. She's a little not, older. That's true. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, 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 they did mention up, up here in the chat room, they mentioned also, yeah, the Robin Stone thing was good, too. Oh, that's the, yeah. Uh, that was yeah. a good one. When, yeah. when, when she stands back, she says, stand back in life so I can see it because I see you, and he's crying, and he dies. I cried like a baby on that one, too. Well, I, I feel like uh, we mentioned this last week, too. Like This is so many times on the soaps, they hedge somebody's uh, death. Where it's like, we want to treat it in such a way that we could bring this character back or make some kind of mystery about it. Uh, some this, one. this one, yeah, no, no. This we get a scene there from. There ain't no way Nathan coming back. He dead, bitches. Yeah. He dead. <laughs> and there's just something about like when a soap will just dial in and say, yep, this character is somebody that's definitely going to be off our canvas that is gone and dead, and we're going to file it from beginning to end. There's a lot of power behind that. There is. And I see people here talking about how other things fell to the wayside. Yeah, some, I mean, first of all, Oh, Frank, oh, is it Frank's right? Um, I just got thrown off for a second. Frank's right. That's it's, Frank's it's, it's words that have never been uttered. Yeah, before. I'm like, well, that's crazy. That's <laughs> Kevin, that's, that's, I love I'm you, like, Kevin. I love I'm you. like, Frank's right. <laughs> like, it's crazy. No, it's okay. no I, I, I just... I, I, TV exclusive. Right. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> it was. I was right. <laughs> exclusive. I, was I like, like that. what the hell is I know, that? I like that exclusive. You never, you never hear that, Carla, see? No. Uh, we never had that on our show when I was on there. <laughs> never happened. So no, but I, but no, but I think... I think I want people to know that soaps are hard work, and as Carla knows, and I know you probably done background on shows or things. I mean, we've all done acting here and there, and, and I was on all my children for a little. There you while, go. And so it's you no know. Joke. So I've, I've, I've done house, and I've done some shows, some prime time. I've never done daytime, but I just know that daytime is a is a hard medium, and the writers they really want to give you good shows. Like this is not they're not trying to ruin your lives out there. They really want to give you new shows, good shows, but it can be hard. And it'd be hard. I was just I was just in uh, doing bold breakdown, and one of the guys, the actors on the show, also wrote for the show. And he says sometimes the writers get scripts, they get the outline, but they don't know what the person said before. So it's a little hard. So it's, it's some hard work behind these soaps. So yes, I don't like everything that happens on these soaps, but I try to give them a little bit of leeway because I know it's not the easiest thing to do. And for the actors, it's not easy either because when you're an actor on a soap, what you see somebody shoot in a half hour. On um, nighttime television, mm-hmm. they shoot in a day. Like, they shoot almost 100 pages a day on a soap. And you've got to justify these decisions by, made by the writers. Can I take your character 180 degrees? And sometimes and it's network. Gotta... Sometimes it's network. The writers do want it. Sometimes writers want to do your storyline, trust me. But the network says no. Because there are people out there, and I see this all the time on soaps, because I would never want to be a soap writer. Never in a million years, because you could never please everybody. No. And there are people in certain parts of the country that don't want things seen. And sometimes the networks go by that because it's all about selling soap, so to speak. You know, that's how that's how that's started. That's how it started, yeah. That's how it started. So it's like you don't want to mess things up. So I'm just telling you guys out there, just to give you a little insight, it's like it's they really do want to do good stuff, but there's there's things behind the scenes you just and you've alluded to that before too. You just don't know what's going on behind the scenes that affects a storyline. Just want to make sure I say that. 
Yeah, I would agree. As people were talk- talking about the, the lack of stuff for the election episode, our election storyline, I mean, we're coming to like uh, it seems like a conclusion to that. We're gonna have the uh, yeah. if, you know we have the election stuff. I feel like this election storyline has just been really underbaked and yeah, I agree. underserved because I'm just, not having it. I agree. I'm it, not having yeah, it. Yeah, I agree. You know, it's uh, it's I, like I could I, at this point I could care less who is the mayor of Port Charles. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of sort of invested when Laura was there, but now yeah. that she's gone, I'm like, whatever. Well, well I like the guy from My Two Dads. I was like, um, who's the developer? Oh, I've got his name in real life. Greg Evigan, man. Yeah, I was like, BJ the Bear from the seventies. <laughs> Paul Reiser's going to come in. Exactly. Like, you did not say BJ, BJ the, the Bear. Bear. That's right. That's right. I'm old bitches. I was excited about it. <laughs> I remember the seventies. Um, but wait, but wait, but wait. Yes. Let me just backtrack for two oh, seconds. Yeah. How about the fact that Nell? Was actually the one that called and told Michael yeah, and Sonny yeah. and them that Mike was in yeah. there. Like, won how is she? Go- how we think she gonna work that? She wants some points. He said, well, I "She Mike- got some points." Because Michael said, "I'll never forget this." She got points. Mm-hmm. I just that also seems like such a weird thing to say to somebody. It's like, "Thanks, I really appreciate right. it." I will never forget this. Like, yes. oh, okay, whatever. Uh, it's sure. <laughs> well, see, also, are they trying to do a? Kiki Michael Redux. Yeah. Is that like, what's kind of happening? Yeah. And that's, I, I, I don't like that either. It's I, don't, like, I don't want that to happen. Mm-mm. I mean, you know, it's yeah. only, I, I guess there, there's a lack of other people that you, like, you know, but I'm also fine, like, let's just have Kiki just focus on her medical career yeah. for a while. I'm down with that. Just like be. Actually, I changed my mind. I kind of like them together. Okay. I kind of like them. They were history. They were history. They were married. In history. I, I kind of like them together. But she was giving him doe eyes in the hospital, though. Doe eyes. She was. She was all like this. I was like, okay. All right. Uh, we also a little bit of, uh, I've seen there with uh, Drew and Oscar having a little discussion. Uh, certainly, you know, but hey, the repercussions of like teaching somebody how to fight. Like, yes. Hey, look at that. Oscar was standing up for somebody. I know. I loved him for that. There's something, it's something different because it's not about him. He's standing up for a friend. Right. So I, But I, this is what I hope they do. I hope they bring maybe the friend on and give us why he's standing up for him. Like, give us a – make it a social storyline. They said why. And I don't, remember, I, I don't remember. I don't remember what they said was wrong with this kid. That's a transgender. So he's uh, you know, oh, identifying But they did say that – Well, bring a transgender on because Bold and Beautiful has only been the only stuff we've ever done. And all my children are the only ones who did transgender storylines. Bring that person on and do a transgender storyline. Mm-hmm. Oh, and wait. Then, and then one other thing. So, how y'all feeling about um, Alexis and Finn? I like it. I like them as friends. I, I don't think we're going to see anything more than that. No, they're going in that direction. Mm-hmm. I think they're going in the direction. I you th- you I think, think they're going in the direction of hooking them up? Yeah. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Yes. You know what? Then that's going to be really irritating because I, I don't understand why they constantly do stuff with Anna where they will put men in her orbit like that Andre or Finn and then they never execute. But see, I agree with you on that. But then I also feel like, thank you, Jesus, no Drew Lexus anymore. So, I'm like, because I like him with Kim. I like the I like the whole yeah. Julian and Kim. So yeah, put put Alexis with somebody else. Uh, that's fine. They have the addiction storyline. I think they're gonna put Alexis with Finn, and I think it's gonna make Anna feel some kind of oh, way. Oh yeah, of course. And that's gonna because remember when um they they all showed up in the same place, and Diane was there, and she was like, "Come over here, let's talk." And Diane says to Anna, "When did that happen?" She's like, "I don't know," mm-hmm. and she looked all perplexed and upset. Yeah. Then take Doctor Bench and put him with with Anna. It was great to see, uh, yeah, uh, James DePavin come back. Yes. And like finally, I, th- I thought he was gone. Me too. Seriously. I was gone too. I was like, I so. think I think he gonna make a play for Kiki. Uh, so I don't mind them together either. Actually, I don't care. I don't mind them together. <laughs> I think he's gonna make a play for Kiki. Like and that's it. gonna be that's really that is your December. Yeah, that's December. That's, that's, December. that's May December for days. That's April December. <laughs> that's like that's like March December. Whatever that is. That's like I'm off. I'm off for that one. Oh. I'm an old man. That's fine. That's okay. In their twenties. That's right. Also, like I keep spinning it out, and I feel like all right. So you do Finn and Alexis, uh, and I could get jealous. 
But that means it's just going to fall apart, and then, then the, the the Kim and Julian is going to fall apart, and then it's just going to be Alexis I hope and Julian not. back I together. I hope not. You know, ugh. I know. I hope not because Alexis is dead in my eyes. Sorry, dead. Why? Because he tried to kill her. I'm done. Did you say Alexis is dead? No, Alexis and Julian together. Oh, I thought you yeah. said Alexis. I'm no, like, what? no, Julexis is dead. I'm like, why dead. are you killing off Alexis? I'm like, well, damn. No, really? no, 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 Nancy Lee Grand. No, 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 no. No, Julexis. Okay. Julexis is dead. Okay. No, I'm yes. all about let's let's see Julian with Kim for a while. I would like hey, make a real serious run at this because that'd be fantastic. I like them together. Yeah. Yeah, and let's just leave uh, again. I've mentioned this before too. Like enough people telling everybody that Sam is wrong for feeling the way that she does. I don't understand why everybody's coming down. At like, you know, no, Sam. You're wrong. You know, you really don't want to admit how you really feel. Sam loves Jason. I'm sorry. She could, <laughs> you can love somebody, but that doesn't mean that, you're, that you want to be you're with them. You're absolutely that's, right. But I'm telling you, as sure so as my name is oh, Carla no. Renata, honey, <laughs> Jason and Sam are getting together. They are. I'm end, willing the, it. It's they're end happening. Game. They're end game. It's no. happening. Oh. They're end game. I want that song gone. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for this episode of the JH Report. Before we say goodbye, though, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, let's give it up for the man who created this whole thing. Yay. I like you. James Lutz Jr. Thank you. Look at that. Without Thanks, that, you wouldn't have a chance to see me being right for once. <laughs> I, know, I know for once. Wow. No, I'm very proud. Wow. Oh, well, that's so kind of you to say, you. James. Very proud. I'm very proud of the show is going on because I did create it. I'm very proud it's going on. Thank you, everybody. Kim Undergaro, Maria Menudo, everybody on my whole TV career. I'm very happy to be here, so thank you. Well, as always, uh, we're celebrating three years of James Lott Jr., and it, this celebration, like everything, is going to last for weeks Oh, and yeah, it's going for a while. Don't oh, worry. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, folks, as always, thanks for joining us for the GH Report. You can like us on Facebook, give us those five stars on iTunes, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and thanks, everybody, for hopping in the chat. But if you want to continue the conversation with any of us, Here's how you do it. James Lott Jr., where? I mean, well, everybody knows where to find you by this point. James Lott Jr. If you don't know where to find James Lott Jr. by now, then I don't know where you've been. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Carla? You can find me, Carla Renata, at all social media platforms at The Curvy Critic. And you clearly have better things to do with your life than try to find me on social media. (laughs) But if you lose a bet or somebody dares you, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at HappyGoJackie. That's right. Folks, thanks so much for joining us here. We'll be back in two weeks. I know. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the spoiler of this, uh, this upcoming week. But we'll be back in two weeks with another edition of the GH Report right here on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 